Yeah. So anyway, um, that's good, man. Sounds like you're healthy and things are going well and got down, locked down the job. And, um, did your, did unemployment ever come through for you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah. Right away. Right away. I got on it right away. What a blessing. What a blessing. Oh my God. It was a huge blessing. Yeah. Huge blessing. So it wasn't that big of a financial burden overall then for you? No, not at all. Cool. Not at all. Never was I like super struggling. Cool. Uh, Also too, I I just (laughs) picking the right apartment and and just moving in with my brother right after college. I've been here for two years. Smart. Um, A lot cheaper. I'm, I'm 15 minutes right outside downtown. Um, yeah. Just, just, you know, I, I, I man. So I, I just, the mentorship of, of living below your means that it, it could have been, it could have been a burden. Totally. Had I lived in a, in another neighborhood, um, decided to get the, the best, most fanciest place. Yeah. Um, could have been. It could have been for sure. That's amazing. That's a great story. A good testament. Something you can definitely share. Yeah, for sure. Just uh, decision making. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, stuff. You know, your friends. You know, I wouldn't say make fun of, but they question. Right. Question. Why? You know, why? Why not live downtown? Why not? Yeah. You know, you make this type of money. Why? Why not? You know. Yeah, man. You got to be. And <laughs> the early days, it was like, because, ah. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Stop, you know. Now it's, you know, hey, you know, this is just you know, what I want to do. Yeah. It's a little bit more calm. Just just understanding that you're making the right choice for, for your life. Yeah, calm confidence, man. Yeah, yeah. Ellie and I have been driving broken down. I wouldn't call them broken down. They run, but Camry's for, I mean, I bought that Camry in 2014 no yeah 2014 been driving that thing for six years i'm so sick of it i i just don't even like getting in it anymore (laughs) um we have her camry what looks like her grandma's car uh (laughs) but she's retiring this year and I can see the end of the tunnel, man. And that's like all we're fighting for. And I don't care what, I don't care what the heck anybody else thinks about what cars I freaking drive. If I can wake up every day and pick my days, I'll drive a Camry the rest of my life if I had to, which we don't. Um, but that right there, that decision right there, my, you know, my, everybody in my family, everybody was like, can't believe you still drive these cars. Like, why haven't you gotten the, you know, why haven't you, ah, I can't believe you haven't changed where you guys live. Why haven't you done that? It's like, because Man. you can't because you won't be able to leave when we retire in our 30s. <laughs> right. That's why. Right. Right. And so it's, you know, you always, I, I so yeah, I, I guess I never stop, but yeah, I get it. You know, why don't you go on this vacation? Why don't you? Yeah. It's a constant. Yeah. It's constant. It is, but yeah. And you know, I think, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do what's best for, you gotta think about what you want in your life and what's important to you. Like, you know, what, what do you value? And, and you gotta really assess, like, is that a value of yours? And is that something you really value? And I think some people value 
cars more than others. And that's totally fine. Like if they, they really value that, that's their thing. But then as a function of valuing that, you now devalue something else, right? You now put lesser value on something else. I mean, I, I just learned from high in high school, I used to starve myself so I can buy shoes. I used to have all these shoes. For shoes? For shoes, yeah. Because you valued shoes more than you valued food. Oh, I value shoes more than anything. <laughs> and I would literally, I wouldn't eat lunch. I would save all my lunch money. Are you kidding I would save all my lunch money. I'm going to pick these shoes throughout the year. That wow. One. That's awesome. So I would start, like, I would literally, you know, you can get by. And all those shoes I don't have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have had that food either. That would have went in and out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> but I I just don't value them anymore. I just don't. Yeah. It just wasn't, you know. It's a good, that's a good, but that's like a really good, there's two things that are good about that. One, you like learn delayed gratification. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I did. And pain, like you went through pain. You suffered, yeah. literally yeah. suffered to get those shoes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So that's a good like principle. It's like the marshmallow project with kids, right? Right. Where you put the marshmallow and you say, Hey, if you don't eat this, I'm going to give you another one. And then right. you room and you see if the kid has the, you know, the intestinal fortitude to not the marshmallow. But then you also learn the lesson of what, what you value and what you don't value later in life. Right. Yeah. And it was just, I, you know, that's how I think about cars. And it's just, I think about cars. I think about like, it would be great. It would be great to have nice cars for sure, but just it'll get old. All possessions get old. I, there's nothing I can think of of a thing that I still love. Totally. Totally. So true, yeah. Josh. Such a good point. Such a great perspective. And it doesn't mean like it doesn't mean that we won't get nice things eventually, but you just don't you don't get so emotionally attached to those decisions anymore because you know, they're not going to be, it's going to be fleeting over time. Right. A hundred percent. And to learn that in your twenties versus in your fifties is a game changer. Yeah. yeah. For your life because society will teach you to value all those other things and will teach you to put a lot of your hope and dreams into those things. Yeah. And over and over again, you'll be disappointed until you get into your fifties. Most people, and they realize like, Oh, that doesn't matter anymore. So yeah, it's an amazing principle. And plus it's going to get you in a position where you'll be able to buy those things and it won't actually impact your finances. <laughs> you that's, when, that's when it's really good. And, and really being able to buy things for other people, like, Amen. you know, that's, that's where it's, uh, that feels better. You know, I was just reading something and it was challenging and I don't, you know, I've, I don't know that we've done it yet in our life, but it said, if you're not giving every month, like if you're not giving, it was talking more financially, but if you're not giving to the point where it's, there's some, there's something you have to sacrifice every month, you're not giving enough. And I was like, wow, that's a really fascinating perspective on like financial giving. Right. Like, have you given enough a month? getting ready to jam up. Um, have you given, (laughs) have you given enough, like in a month where it really has challenged you to sacrifice in other areas? 
So one thing, one thing that correlates mm-hmm. to that Ellie and I have been working on in our budget was to give more than we spend on amusement. Mm-hmm. That was like, that's been our metric in 20, that was 2019. We started that. So now give more than we spend on amusement. And it really is fascinating because it's like, think about this. Like logically, if you give a hundred dollars to some, to a good cause that you believe in that something, whatever, or you go buy dinner for a hundred dollars, a nice meal for yourself. What gives you more pleasure? Right. Everybody's going to say the the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's fascinating when it, that's easy to say, but then when you put it on paper and you're like making those decisions, like, Oh, let's go play golf or like, no, let's give this money. That's like a whole different. Yeah, it is. You know, it's interesting. And if you have to use your favorite thing to do. (laughs) Right. I love to eat. I would love to. Nice <laughs> Josh was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, your favorite thing to do, what would you rather have? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a kind of a fascinating paradigm to challenge ourselves to like, really be like, you know, stewards, good stewards. And I don't know. I mean, we live in the, we live in the wealthiest country in the planet. Yet there's tons of poverty still. There's tons of, and and you can look at it in a lot of ways, but there's tons of marginalized people in our society still who are overlooked, you know? Yeah. So 